Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Back to Tom and Bach on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. It is uh, Tom and Bach. I'm Tom Stevens. He's Jake Bachhoven. On the World Series last night, the Braves win game one, 6-2. to two. Game two is tonight. Uh, the Braves had a situation where they lost a pitcher to a broken leg, and he kept pitching yeah. last night. That was rough. That was, that, was, that was crazy. He actually pitched very well with a broken leg, but uh, left after the third inning. Uh, so you could watch that tonight. You could watch... Uh, Nebraska versus Peru State, play a little basketball, or um, or you could watch a little volleyball. You could watch all three. You, yeah. could, you could just have TVs going everywhere you look. I'm yeah, it's ho- quite a sports night. I'm hoping Chris Bassett is at the basketball game because I think that's his job, uh, to be at the basketball game tonight. Have you broken down a lot of Peru State uh, video so far? I didn't know there was a basketball game tonight, so uh, thank you for reminding me. That's right. Uh, that's why I'm here, uh, Chris, to help yeah. you out, uh, to remind you of things. I'm going to need you to call me every time Nebraska has a basketball <laughs> game this season. That's right. And when it's time to write a story about them or Husker baseball, yeah, I'll, I'll do that job. Uh, no Perfect. problem. Um, uh, what are you getting on the scouting report uh, from Peru State? <laughs> well, they uh, they have a 20-man roster, so depth shouldn't be an issue. Um <laughs> They have they have a former Husker, uh, the infamous Didok Chan, uh, now plays for Peru State after he was at Nebraska for three months back in 2018. Um, they return a couple starters from a team that went nine and 15 last year, uh, won five games in the Heart of America Conference in AIA. Uh, so there you go. That that's my scouting report on Peru State. It should be um, it should be pretty good fodder for Nebraska to get the season started here. What do you think Fred Hoiberg wants to see tonight? knowing that you're going to win by 100 points if you want to. Yeah, I think he wants to see execution. And that's, I mean, that's essentially what he said yesterday. He knows what he has, you know, and guys like Trey McGowan's, Derek Walker, Lat Man. What are those younger guys going to look like under the lights, playing in front of fans for the first time in a couple years? You know, I, I, I think it's going to be a pretty good crowd tonight because I think people are going to be hungry to get back into Pinnacle Bank Arena and, and watch some hoops. So I expect it to be a pretty good atmosphere especially early on. So can his guys control the nerves? Can his guys execute, you know, the stuff they've worked on going back to the summer? And and can his guys kind of rise to that moment? You know, can they can they put on a little bit of a show for the crowd? Because that's what they're coming to see. We we all know what the outcome's probably going to be tonight, and, and that is what it is. But can you can you have some fun and can you can you kind of wow the crowd in addition to doing what you need to do? I think that's what he's looking forward to tonight. How, how long do you expect to see the the top players in there for tonight? Obviously, it's a it's kind of a balance between respect and not wanting to blow somebody out too much and trying to get the guys ready for real action. Yeah, you know that, those top that top line group, whatever it ends up being, I don't know. We'll see a ton of them, and 
And part of that will be because of the score. Part of that is because Nebraska needs to get a rotation figured out and needs to get the back end of its rotation figured out. You know, those spots, you know, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. What's that going to look like, you know, when, when you're playing Western Illinois here in a couple of weeks, or even when you're playing Colorado on Sunday, because that's going to be a different level of competition too. So you'll see some of the starters for sure. I would be very surprised if any of them played more than, you know, 20 minutes. I'd actually be shocked if any of them played more than 20 minutes, because I think this coaching staff wants to get a really good look at some of those new guys, the transfers, the freshmen, especially, and see how they, they can execute when they get extended minutes uh, in front of fans. The two things that stuck out to me watching them at practice uh, the other day, Chris, is that Alonzo Verge is your best player. And thank goodness you got him to transfer from Arizona State when Delano Banton left. He feels like he's a does-everything-well type of guy. And the other thing that stood out is Wilhelm Bradenbach, you're not going to be able to get him off the floor for any length of time. He does everything well as well. I mean, I don't know what this team's record is going to be, but I do see – a dramatic increase in talent. I mean, you can't deny that. Yeah, no, this, the ceiling, I think, is is unquestionably higher than it has been in each of the first two years of Fred Hoiberg's time here. And, you know, I think that was kind of this coaching staff's plan all along. We Everybody knew year one was going to be rough. Year two was what it was with COVID and everything else. Now you have some continuity. You've added some real legitimate known proven talent um in guys like alonzo verge like you said even cj wilcher you can put in that group mm-hmm. and then of course the freshman wilhelm mm-hmm. breidenbach like you said mm-hmm. i think by the end of the year is going to be playing a lot of minutes for this team because i think he can do a lot of things for mm-hmm. him obviously bryce mcgowan's is an extremely talented player um you know all you can go down the list with all those guys and find reasons for him to play so yeah the talent level just from a just from an on paper standpoint is is certainly higher than it's ever been uh in Fred Hoiberg's time here. And, and, but the key is, as we all know, you got to translate that to the court and, it, and it's got to translate when you're playing the Indianas and the Michigans and the Ohio States of the world. So yeah, Nebraska's talent is a lot better. The key is going to be figuring out how to, how to deploy that talent and seeing how it matches up with the best teams in the conference. How much do you think this year is going to be kind of like, you know, filling in your top three scores and just relying on them on a night, uh, as opposed to just kind of, you know, seeing who has the hot hand and, and, and going from there on, on that night. Yeah, I think I think I lean towards the latter a little bit more right now, and, and especially early in the year, just because I think there's a lot of unknowns. Um, obviously, like every team does, Nebraska's going to figure out who its guys are as the year goes on, and when you get down to that that last month or so of the season, you're going to have a pretty set, you know, eight nine man rotation that that you're going to want to go with. But I think especially early. It's going to be who's got the hot hand. We're going to play a lot of guys, a lot of minutes. And that's how the schedule sets up for them, too, with the non-conference. It's going to allow Nebraska to play a lot of guys, a lot of minutes. You know, like I said, you know who your known quantities are, Trey McGowan's, Lat, Lat May, and Derek Walker. It's what can those other guys bring? What can Alonzo Verge bring? You know, what can Bryce McGowan's bring? Guys like that. So mm-hmm. I think you could see – I really think you could see both. I think you're going to see a, a more of a, a hot hand approach early in the year, but I think that rotation, like it does every year, is going to get whittled down by the end of the season. He's Chris Bassett of the Lincoln Journal-Star. Hoiberg has already said it's going to be tough to get, you know, down to that eight to ten guys or eight or nine guys. Uh, but the starting five seems pretty obvious now, and it's been announced that – uh, at least on paper, they're going to go with Alonzo Verge, the McGowan's brothers, Lat Mayon, and Derek Walker. That shouldn't change as often, at least initially, right? No, I think they'll roll with that early, like, again, early in the year. And 
And then, you know, that's, again, where, where does Wilhelm Breidenbach fit into that by the end of the year? Where does a guy like C.J. Wilcher fit into that by the end of the year? Where does a guy like Keon Edwards fit into that by the end of the year? I think he's a really talented guy. So, so yeah, I, I think what you've got there is obviously your three returners, uh, your fourth guy in Alonzo, who's played a lot of high-level college basketball, Power 5 college basketball, and has proven and then, you know, a top 25 national recruit. It's, it's kind of a common sense starting five uh, in my mind. It's, it's your five probably most reliable guys. Uh, and now we'll see what that looks like at the end of the year. There's a lot that can happen between now and March. But from, from just a common sense standpoint, from an experience standpoint, from a talent standpoint, I think those are the five that you, you have to go with, especially early on. I, and I think it's interesting always watching the, the freshmen join the team and especially a team that, that kind of has uh, that, that, you know, the, those leaders and, and people coming back because sometimes they're, they're hesitant to shoot. They're hesitant to, to dig into that role because they don't want to step on anybody's toes. Do you expect to see some of that out of the freshmen, particularly maybe a, a Bryce McGowan's or, you know, some of the top freshmen that we have in this class? You know, I really don't. I really don't. I, those guys were brought in here because, <clears throat> excuse me, because they can play. And Bright, look, Bryce McGowan is going to be starting as a true freshman for a Big Ten team. That that tells you, you know, really all you need to know about his ability, uh, about his ability to to score the basketball, about his ability to, to play both ends. You're not starting for this team unless you can play both ends. It, that's just the way it works in the Big Ten. So, it's it that's what's maybe unique about this freshman class, and maybe what's unique about some of these transfers that are going to be brought in is that they're not going to be afraid to pull the trigger when they have the chance, and they're going to be aggressive, especially offensively. So, yeah, that's that's what's going to make this team fun to watch. There's a lot of guys that can go get a bucket for you, and a lot of guys that can hit a shot for you, and it's going to be, I think, really interesting to see how those things kind of shake out as the year goes on. Chris Bassett is our guest of the Lincoln Journal-Star. Uh, last night on his radio show, AD Trev Alberts, uh, voice support for Trev Alberts and the staff, talked a lot about how proud he was of the staff. Um, but it, we do know the record. They are 3-5. and five. Uh, Scott Frost does not seem like a guy that feels any pressure, at least so far this week. Do you expect that to change uh, anytime soon? Yeah, it probably depends on results. Right. If if Nebraska loses this week, if they lose next week, and all of a sudden they're three and seven, uh, with, and with with the, the games they have left, that probably changes. Uh, it, I think I think now more than ever, it's becoming a results based type of season, and it also looks. It also depends on what those results look like, you know. Too. We we all know about the one score losses. Does Nebraska just keep getting close and not get over the hump, or? Or do they lose a couple and maybe it goes in the tank a little bit? I don't know. I don't know. But it's it's to that point in the season. I know we've joked all year about the next game is the biggest game in Scott Frost's tenure. But it's it's getting to that point in the season where if the the pressure probably there's a certain amount of pressure that's always there, uh, of course. But I think the pressure starts to go up if you start to if you start this final stretch, you know, with a loss and, and you start having even more questions about what's what's coming down the pike. So. Yeah, this weekend's a big one in that respect. But you're right, uh, Tom. I think right now the there isn't there doesn't seem to be a whole lot of pressure, at least coming internally uh, for, towards Scott Frost to to keep this thing going. Uh, and what do you expect to see this week as Nebraska welcomes in Purdue, a team that, of course, knocked off Iowa, had a huge upset, jumped in the top 25, uh, and then lost out uh, to Wisconsin last week and, and knocked back out of the top 25, and they're beat, bit beat up. Uh, Nebraska's got their own injury problems to, to deal with. What do, you, what do you expect to see this Saturday? Yeah, I think it's a, it's a game with 
two teams that that are pretty even talent wise. And now, obviously, Purdue's got a couple first round guys and David Bell on offense and George Karlaftis on defense that Nebraska's going to have to deal with. And then those are the types of guys that can change games for you. So, what's Nebraska's game plan against those two? I think first of all is is what you look at. What's Nebraska's health situation like in the offensive backfield with Adrian Martinez and Ramir Johnson? If 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 what everybody's saying is true and Adrian's as healthy as he's been in a while, that really changes the, the dynamic for Nebraska because now you add the QB run game back into things and it opens up more of your offense. So, I look, I, I, it's a broken record, but I expect another close game. Purdue's good enough to come in here and win this game. Nebraska's good enough to beat Purdue. I, I think it could go... It's a game that could go either way, and I expect it to be close going into the fourth quarter again. It feels like we know this team now, right? Uh, it's a team that makes a lot of mistakes, uh, critical mistakes in critical times, and uh, obviously the special teams aren't good. Uh, but outside of Illinois and Minnesota, this team has played pretty high-level football at times. Do you expect that again this Saturday? I do. I do. I think the bye week did them a lot of good. They they needed look. They were they were one of two teams in the entire country that played eight weeks in a row to start the season. And we can talk about no excuses and this that and the other thing. But that team was tired and it was beat up physically. It was beat up mentally. It needed a break. It needed to refresh. It got that this week. Now you're at home playing a team that you that you know you can beat. I think you're going to see Nebraska play well on Saturday. Now, whether that means they win the game or not, I don't know. But I think you're going to see Nebraska play well and maybe play one of their better games of the season. And it's about getting the result you want at the end of it. Uh, we asked this question to pretty much everybody because everybody has a different answer. Second best team in the Big Ten West, in, in the Big Ten West, Chris. <laughs> a great or, question. Or um, even the first. It, maybe it's changing on the what? first best team. It, it could be Wisconsin with that defense. Yeah. You know, uh, the we saw what they did to Purdue last week, you know, and, and that defense is always going to be there for them and give them a chance, you know. But look, you can name any number of teams. Purdue beat the best team in in the West. Yeah. What, what does that mean? You know, Nebraska's played everybody close. Does that mean they're the second best team? The results say no, but you you see you see it with your own eyes. But yeah, it's it's just a weird year uh, in this half of the conference for sure. Trying to trying to figure out a pecking order because I don't know that that there is a really clear one yet. Uh, who do you like between Iowa and Wisconsin this week? I like Iowa. Wisconsin doesn't have the offense. You know, I think the over-under is like 36-and-a-half or something like that, and it'll probably be beyond that. But I think Iowa, Iowa's got in more than enough defensively to shut down Wisconsin in a low-scoring game. Yeah, there. they both have their challenges, but uh, it'll be interesting. I, Wisconsin's actually a three-and-a-half point favorite the last time I checked, so I can't figure out this league, especially the West at all. Great stuff. Chris, maybe we'll see you at the game tonight. Sounds good. We'll see you guys over there. All right. Uh, Chris Bastet of the Lincoln Journal-Star, he'll be covovering nebraska Peru State tonight. Yeah. Uh, and then he'll write about it, I'm guessing, tomorrow. I'm really excited about Halloween, though. I think you're going to learn a ton about – I understand Colorado doesn't have everybody back, but they're a Power 5 school. And Nebraska struggled with everybody, let alone Power 5 opponents last year. So if they, if they play well and they win that game, I'm going to take something from it, even if it is – an exhibition game. Not, I'm taking nothing from the game tonight other than I want to be entertained. 
Hey, an open shot's an open shot. You got to be able to hit your open shot. So, I mean, I'll yeah. take that from it. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it, it, it's, it's, I'm fascinated. Obviously, Halloween's one of my favorite holidays. Nebraska Colorado is yeah. one of my favorite rivalries. I hope that they play that game to win it. I don't know. You know, at the end, it's an exhibition. So they might, you know, both teams might have different uh, strategies. Yeah. And, and, but I hope we do get to see a, a, a game that's really warming up and, and prepping you for those clutch yeah. minutes, you know, in, in, yeah. into the second half. But we'll see how they both with teams approach it. I'm glad they're allowing those games now. You used to have to play like Wichita State, Nebraska has played Wichita yeah. State or Iowa State in the past or Kansas State or something like that, and you'd have to hide uh, and somebody would have to sneak out the stats from those games Like, because I don't know why. But now they're allowing <laughs> yeah, uh, exhibition games. They just don't count in the standings. But you kind of know who the better team was that night. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't take your memory away. You still know that part <laughs> of it. It's funny. NCAA sometimes just does silly things just uh, because. That, that's what they do, uh, silly things. Let's go to break. Come back with the blog jog. We'll do it next. You're listening to Tom and Bach. Watch live on Facebook, YouTube, or Twitch. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. 